On Second Shot, we tackle two new headlines every week to find out what kind of wisdom the world is dishing out today. And we want you to be a part of that. When you see a headline you want to take a second shot at, or if you're looking for advice, or just want to tell us what you think of the show, email us at secondshotcast at gmail.com. If you like what you hear, rate us on iTunes. This helps us move up in the ratings so more people will see us. And if you want to hear more, subscribe to the show so that the new episodes will get straight to you every single Friday. We love you. Thanks for listening and enjoy. Heath Oaks is a millennial mogul whose ignorance on fire led him to fail his way to success. Jenny Anchando is an Emmy award-winning journalist whose sharp eye and biting wit have led to her storied career in television. Together, they tackle today's headlines in a way only an odd couple with a dash of perfect opposite can. So kick back, relax, and join the conversation. This is Second Shot with your hosts, Heath and Jenny. You ever like scroll through Instagram or Facebook and you're like, oh, I like that shirt. And then it's like you realize because that guy's like six foot two and he's bulky, muscly, and it's like, <laughs> may not look the same on me. So maybe I just time. like no. that a lot because, yeah, that's okay. so I'm but, like, there's some of them I'm like, oh, that's good. I could, but like, that dude's got like massive biceps and all that. Babe, you look good. That's it's weird. I don't have that problem. Everything looks great on me. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no, I'm not saying, yes, I'm yes, not very saying much I won't so. be buying it and trying it. I'm just right. saying it looks really good. Uh, the shirt may look better because the person does not look, look like me as is much. Is that like the one that you tagged me on on Instagram where you were like, potential Christmas gift? Yeah, I like that one. Yeah. And then, yeah, I, I already looked it up. It's a really good deal, too. looks better on the mannequin oh. than it we, does in the mirror, right? <laughs> we, oh, got, yes. we, we got the whole, the whole cast in. Jenny, yeah. Zach, Matt, everybody. Hey. Hello, hello. And... Uh, Couple weeks ago, we passed the two hundred thousand mark. We're we're in deep with the second shot sit downs. Mm. Still looking for feedback uh, from everybody. Second shot cast at gmail dot com. What do you think about the sit downs? Keep them going. Yeah, um, if you're subscribed, they'll just come right to your app. Yeah. yeah. If you're so, not subscribed, what are you even doing with your life? By the yeah. way, we have so, a curtain now in that back room. It's so true. I see utility closet. Oh yeah, so. wow, we're really elevating. We're moving things yeah. up. So if you're watching on Facebook or anything right now, then know that if you go to iTunes or Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and look up podcasts and look up Second Shot and subscribe, you'll get all the episodes right there immediately to you so that because we've got a, a, a hundred plus episodes out there that you can go listen yeah. to as well yeah sit downs releases in the same feed as second shot so if you're already subscribed you're getting the sit downs you should be seeing those and if you're looking for them they're all in the same feed so you can just get everything binge listen yes, true. please binge listen <laughs> I've, okay. heard that, I've had a lot of that lately with people that have gone back and been binge listening back to the beginning days of me and chad and yes i know and it's kind of fun to see yeah. how the show has evolved yeah yeah have you gone back and listened we should talk about oh. the third segment, I guess. So I'd like to hear what you think. I, I mean, I've listened to every single episode. We oh, have. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, and there has been time that I've gone back and picked a random like episode, like twenty one, and I just listened to it. Yeah, it's pretty fun. See what it sounds like. Mm-hmm. It's like watching old reels, yeah. right? Like, ooh, takes you back. <laughs> yeah, ooh, takes you back. Back um, in my day, we oh, walked you guys have been good from the ways. start. <laughs> it's true. Uh, our first headline this week: Arkansas teen with autism scores his first points for Kent State in Division One basketball game. Kalen Bennett, a basketball player with autism who recently joined the Kent team at Kent State University, made his first point. 
points on Wednesday night in a game. He joined in the last six minutes in a game against Hiram College and scored his first basket with two and a half minutes left on the clock. Uh, he also got two rebounds and a block. Uh, really big moment. I mean, not only for the school, but especially for the player, Kalen. He said, for my mom to see, it was really big for me to let her know that everything she'd done for me hadn't been in vain. Um, he's not the first player uh, with autism to score in a Division One game. That actually happened in Michigan State between 2010 and 2012. Uh, but this is something we're talking about because it happens so little, right? This is a rare story. You don't but, see this But he's often. the first one with a scholar. He's got a scholarship. He does have a he's scholarship. Scholar- he's the first one on scholarship. Like, like the one in Michigan State, you know, they kind of let the kid go in and, and just like, you know. Uh, five points her. in 27 games. But, yes. like, but like this kid is like on scholarship there. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like he, they legit expect him to play on regular basis and be in the starting lineup right. within a couple of years. I mean, yeah. he's on scholarship. You don't give scholarship just for fun. A bucket and a couple of rebounds and uh, what? Uh, it's not bad numbers for a couple of minutes of play. No, yeah, they brand new. Doing all right. When I heard this story, my immediate second shot was with regard to the celebration of it, um, and and looking at how we're celebrating accomplishments in our lives, not as they relate to other people, but as they relate to ourselves. So, for example. Um, and, you know, another collegiate player scores a couple points. They might not make a big deal about it, mm. but his circumstances led him to really, you know, look at look at his life's path. And if he were comparing himself to the other athletes, he might be like, oh, well, it's no big deal. Everyone's expected to score points, right? Mm-hmm. For example, we just celebrated our 200,000 downloads, which to us is a really big deal. And, and truthfully, to a lot of podcasts, is a very big deal and a milestone yeah. that won't be reached. But, but you know... Lewis House's podcast is is like a, a million, million times week. more than that. Yeah, Who's Lewis House. Who? Right. Who? Who's that? You know, there's so many. Po- so if I was only if I was only looking at my my achievements in relationship to somebody else, I would never celebrate anything. And I think it's important to celebrate our wins, no matter how big they may be in the grand scheme of life. Like what? like pull out the fine china. For you know an A on a test when you've never gotten an A before, pull out the fine china for um, you know getting a call back for a potential job. Yeah. So and this, even though if you don't get it too, you know that's the thing. Yes. I think whenever what you're saying is perfect, and it kind of goes off of the last episode last week. You know, whenever we talk about the confidence, I think that's what helps build confidence is when you have and, and let yourself celebrate your little victories mm-hmm. you know your yeah. little victories and look some of those victories may look like a failure at the moment but celebrate that and it can turn it around for you because it's getting you one step closer to what you should be in what you should be a part of and it's changing that way of what you celebrate and how you celebrate i think that's key uh-huh. so this this actually reminds me of uh college basketball when i went to college at george washington um the basketball team was in a build-up phase they got into the tournament a year after I graduated, but on my senior year, um, the last home game was against uh, Dayton, which was a ranked opponent, um, mm-hmm. and they won. So we beat a, a nationally ranked opponent, and it, we had no reason to celebrate because we weren't going to the tournament, we weren't doing anything. Right. Um, but it was the last home game, so we we beat this ranked opponent, and all the seniors rushed the court, and they had this big moment, which is what you see when people like win the win the, title. the tournament, oh, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, but for us, it was like, man, this is the best we're going to do. Right. We won our last game. We beat a nationally ranked opponent. Let's just celebrate. Forget it. And uh, like, I look back at it, and I think that well, that was silly. But um, at the time, it was it was like, man, we got nothing else to celebrate. We might as well go big whenever we can. 
Take yes. it when we can. Yes, I totally believe in yeah. that. What I love about what you're saying is, in, and I had another second shot, but I've really, this one's really, what you've talking about has really sparked some stuff with me and, and that I wanted to hit on because now that I, I love that approach on that. Wow, look at the way that I influenced you. Wow. Look out. Yeah. Influencer. <laughs> Hot in your likes, but. Uh, hey. Um, you know, one, one of the things is, is um, it's because on the last episode when we were trying to talk about confidence, right? The confidence comes from the way in my opinion it comes from the way you look at things when the way you look at setbacks the way you look at rejection the way you look at all of those things and what you're celebrating changes the confidence for you internally so um whenever we were talking about it you know when you, when it's i don't think it's just that i have this overconfidence of things i just have rewired on what i look at to celebrate or not so for instance back when i started in sales a little book that was super powerful for me called go for the no it's a really little book. If you Google, go, go for the, for no. the no. Go it's for the It's a very no. small, quick, easy book. Um, and read it and went everything. And our motto was, the goal was, is how many times can you get told no that day? And whoever got told no the most would win. So there was a quick story in there. A copy machine salesman set out to sell 10 copy machines that week, okay? Monday, he goes out there, sells two. Tuesday, he goes out there and sells four. So he's like six copy machines in on his 10 goal by the end of the week on Tuesday, okay? So Wednesday, when his buddy called and needed help with um, a dishwasher move and, and then wanted to play golf afterwards, he didn't do much work, so he didn't get any copy machines. So on Thursday, his sister and all them had something else to pull him at. Next thing you know, it's Thursday afternoon, and he's still four short from his copy machine salesman goal on Friday. And that week, he ended up coming short. If he would have had his brain rewired on, I need to get 50 people to tell me no that week, he wouldn't have got lazy on Wednesday and took all those other things because he wouldn't have been close to his goal. And so ultimately, he could have sold 30 copy machines versus missing the whole goal of 10. And in sales, we had to rewire ourselves because we get told no majority of the time. So if that bothers you, then you're going to have a rough time. So when I would go door knocking, selling individual door-to-door, I would literally have it my goal, st- a little sticky note on my little deal of, can I get the door slammed in my face 15 times? <laughs> and so so when it happened, I was excited about it. That was my goal. So it just so kind of... you just kept going. And I kept, kept going. going. It, and it didn't get me down because that's what I was shooting for. Because I'm guessing among the, the people that told you no, there were a few that said yes, which is what ultimately led to you being able to continue to keep that job. But it was all about the rewiring of what you celebrate, because when you talk about it with celebrating little things, Uh it's not only celebrating the little things, but it's also looking at it differently. So whenever you feel like that door slammed in your face, like that's the third person who has told you, I'm not going to hire you for this or I'm not going to hire you for that, looking at it as the more of those that happen, the closer... To the most epic thing coming and if you if you change your brain to that then you're going to put yourself out there more and you're going to be okay with it because your confidence will grow because you're getting the successes in your mind because that was what your goal is mm-hmm. not the other mm-hmm. does that make sense i'm about to be so epic just <laughs> next level epic <laughs> I'm about to be it's about to go off level yeah, it's gonna happen epic yes yeah i do like that perspective the, that rewiring i think is hard i think that's a great book suggestion if people are feeling some resistance to what you're saying if people are like okay go ahead Heath you know sometimes it takes more than just hearing it so I like the the book suggestion but you understand that because the confidence it's not like I'm like the six foot four guy that's always been this big whatever like to have there's not much of a reason that I should have the amount of confidence I have 
when I look back and think about it, is that it had to be because of that. When I rewired my brain, because it was like I was tired of getting the door slammed in my face. It sucked, okay? Yeah. But when you really rewire and go and understand, like Steve Jobs says, you can connect the dots backwards, know that it all leads to that better place. And so when you're going for that something and you got to get told no a lot or you're close to the bankruptcy here and there, whatever, you know it's that one step closer when you rewire your brain and you really put your chemistry on, let's celebrate all these things going on because I do know for sure that that's leading me one step closer to that next best thing. So let's rewire our brains to think that way. We're going to celebrate all the small things and then maybe that'll grow with our confidence and then grow with our in our influence across everything that we're trying to achieve. We'll be back in a minute on the second segment of Second Shot. He makes up words, she translates them. Heath and Jenny host more of Second Shot, coming up on RNCN. Okay, you guys, we have been working on this partnership for a while. This is a company that we've used as a couple, we've used individually, and now they are on board as a sponsor. So we're giving a big shout out to myllc.com. You used them back in the day, right? I've been using like when them, you first got started in business. I've been using them for 12, 13 years. It was the easiest thing in the world. If anybody's thought about setting up a company, paying big lawyer fees, they think it's a big you know, mountain of a task to take on. But with myllc.com, if you go on their website and you call them, if you're doing an S-Corp, a C-Corp, or anything, they're going to walk you through it. They won't make you feel dumb. And they're going to handle every process every year from now on from you, the stuff with the state and all of those things. So if you have any rental property outside of your own home, you need to have it in a my LL, in an LLC or an S-Corp or something in order to protect you legally if you're doing side hustles. You need yeah. to invoice them from the legal entity because it can protect you legally. MyLLC.com slash second shot. There's a coupon code 99MyLLC, uh, right? Well, yeah. All you have to do is go to MyLLC.com slash second shot and it'll give you $99 off, which is super generous. And this is kind of like a limited thing. So if you if you were thinking about it, again, you kind of started your side business, you're thinking about getting it going, or you've got a big business. I mean, they work with, with all sizes. It's $99 off. The other thing, if you're already on the site, you can use the coupon code 99MyLLC. Again, it's 99MyLLC from myllc.com. This is this is the company we've used for all of our different entities and projects. They've been so great to work with, and we're just excited to have them on as partners. MyLLC.com slash second shot. Go now. Run. Ready? Aim. Fire. Second Shot is back for another round on RNCN. Is that funny, Mama? Is that funny? That's funny. Every that time funny? Brighton does something bad. That's yeah. funny. You guys should start trying that in your own lives. We <laughs> highly recommend it. Isn't that funny? Yeah. That's if you're, what she if always, you're late she, for work, yeah. is that funny? Yeah, is that, that funny? funny? <laughs> yeah, see how that works out for you. See how that goes over. <laughs> Life advice from Second Shot just went way way downhill yeah. to a whole nother way level downhill. of epicness you know what i mean because it's just epic is how we epicness. roll epicness always it's another Wait, why am i, I not creating a dictionary of your terms and your incorrect usage of the english language you should create them and have them in the cookbook that you haven't made yet <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Yeah. yeah have little notes on like the footnote or something yeah, like yeah. a little yes. word Heath came yeah. up yeah. with there. Yes. yeah heathisms you know what's funny i was doing speaking speaking of things i've been rejected from um which was <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about that in the last segment um i was doing a a conversation about this sh- it was a 
I don't know if I'm allowed to say it was production of a show that was like a reality essence, reality ish. Anyway, we were talking about Heath and they were like, can you give us some of some examples of like his Heathisms? And I couldn't think of too many, even though I know there are so many. So I'm going to start um, keeping track like, of actually, these. You could yes. track of them. That's. Well, they're, they're, they boggle the mind, Heath. That's the thing. That's yeah. the brilliance yeah. of them. Yeah. I'm going to make a list, a note on my phone, Heathisms, and that show was not right for me. I don't even know which one you're talking about. <laughs> okay, I not, do want to know what this it is was about. Not, it was not the right show for me. Just not but, a good fit. It's funny they, they're asking: Is your husband no. a character? Yeah. Hit us with some of his Heathisms. Yeah, That's great. I could only think of a couple, so I need to start documenting them. Mm. Um, Anyway, I love this next headline. Me too, and it's it's a long one. So you two are gonna have to help me out, help me get through this because there's a lot of details here. But yes. I'm gonna try to sum this up the best I can. So, Krispy Kreme ordered a student to stop reselling its donuts, and his response is a masterclass in emotional intelligence. So here's the story: Minnesota college student Jason Gonzalez discovered uh, earlier this year that he could make a, a little bit of extra scratch, a side hustle, if you will transporting Krispy Kreme donuts across state lines. Uh, apparently, he lives in Minnesota, where there are not Krispy Kremes, but he discovered in Clive, Iowa, where he was driving uh, with his uh, to coach his, his small um, uh, soccer team, uh, youth soccer team, that, that they have Krispy Kreme. So he could drive over there, get a bunch of Krispy Kreme donuts, drive back, and sell them in Minnesota. It's like... Four or five hours away, right? It is, yeah. yeah. I've got the details on this. Uh, so he set up a Facebook page, uh, Krispy Kreme Run Minnesota. He would email the manager at Krispy Kreme in Clive, Iowa, to make sure they had an order of about 100 boxes ready for him. Then he gets up at 2 in the morning. He drives four hours, about 250 miles, to Clive, Iowa. He loads up his Ford Focus. He drives back to Minnesota. And on the way, he makes eight stops, mostly in Target parking lots. He sets a Krispy Kreme bag on the roof of his car to let people driving by know, hey, listen, this is the scene, and they would show up and they would buy Krispy Kreme out of the back of his trunk. Uh, he would buy the donuts for about seven ninety nine a box. He would sell them between seventeen and twenty. He'd, he'd turn it out about nine to twelve dollars a box, which between labor and gas and wear and tear, that probably probably comes out about right. Right? That's 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 about even. Uh, it seems like. Krispy Kreme not only has a need for donuts in Minnesota, but also has a man who's very passionate about their brand. So you can imagine how surprised he was when he got a cease and desist from Krispy Kreme, <laughs> letting him know that they do not like his side hustle and he should back off. But it turned out there were a whole lot of people on this Facebook page. And he made a video explaining what had happened and some local kind of press had picked up the story. But and read, suddenly, read, read a little bit about his response because yes, it's so key that about is how he You're responded right. to it. Uh, he could have just said, man, forget Krispy Kreme. Those guys are jerks. He could have tried to fight him. But instead, he had remarkable emotional intelligence. He said this. It was never my intent to make Krispy Kreme seem like the bad person or the bad company in this scenario. It's kind of upsetting that I had to stop, but it is what it is. One opportunity closes, another one will open. Uh, but we'll kind of just see where we go and what happens. And who knows? Something amazing could happen from it. But whatever happens, I'm always willing to embrace it. Always looking for the positive. Very refreshing from a 21-year-old from Iowa, uh, or Minnesota, excuse me. So, uh, the big turn in this story, after this picked up some traction, Krispy Kreme realized they had made a relatively large mistake because they had been selling a lot of donuts to people in Minnesota who were following this, and suddenly they're not, and they look like the bad guy. Mm -hmm. So Krispy Kreme winds it back, and they said, okay, let's." they talked to the franchisee uh, manager who had reached out to him and told him to stop. 
uh, they, they, they got on the internet, of course, and they said they are going to be donating 500 dozen donuts to him in support of his business. They, they tweeted out a statement. They said, we want him to be an independent contractor through us. We want to work this out. We love what he's doing. We love that people love him and love us. Seems like a great relationship. So he kept his cool. He kept his side hustle. I think it all worked out. What do we think of the Krispy Kreme run? So impressed by this kid, 100% Heath's going to try to hire him somehow. <laughs> Absolutely. 100% already Heath's going to see that attitude. He's already reached out. He's no longer doing Krispy Kremes. He's working for Heath. That's right. <laughs> um, yeah, th- you know, th- I think the, the big takeaway for everybody reading that is that his reaction was what attracted Krispy Kreme to him. Um, yeah, right. You know, initially they were turned off by it and, and saw him as a competitor. Well, that that also drove that backlash to Krispy Kreme, be, I think, because of the way he reacted. He didn't throw them under true, the bus, so it true. drew them to loving him more, everybody listening, loving him more, and started hating Krispy Kreme, even though he was, like, being nice about it all, right? Like, it just did that reaction, and I guarantee he didn't calculate that or think that was happening, but that's what happened. Right. Yeah, overall, he's just a hustler. Yeah. Well, yeah. he's, he's an honest hustler is what an he is. An honest hustler. Right? Yes, yeah. an honest hustler. I think that um, what he did was, yeah, not intentional in terms of, oh, I'm going to make every the fans love me and endear Krispy Kreme to me. But either his nature or the way that he's learned to become really turned out to be advantageous for him. And hopefully this is turning into a huge business for him. Right. It's sorry, <laughs> jump in on what you were saying. No, 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 I and, have nothing more. Yeah, it's a it's a reflection of character, right? It's it's what you're doing when nobody's looking and there's no reward. Like he's driving uh, his youth soccer team f- four hours to go to Minnesota and play. He's already doing that for somebody else, for other people. He's he's giving his time, and he realizes, hey, um, there there's a need for something that people want, and I can do that. He's a, he's smart. He's doing business, and then ultimately, when he gets shut down, he says, you know what? All's well that ends well. It'll be okay. I'll figure it out. You know what? I, I I'll get by, and like that's the most wholesome, non toxic response you can have to something like that. And it and no. it paid yeah. dividends. Yeah, like it it worked out. He wasn't it, thinking about the long game. He was just thinking about the people around him. So when you talk about it, the the emotional intelligence part that that a lot and, and look, I mean, it's this is not an easy thing to do. Understand, all of us lose our cool, and 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 I think that it's going back to that awareness of understanding when your emotions are high, that you're not going to react very well. And it's that, that old saying, if you fight fire with fire, you're going to lose. And until the people that take the bigger stance, you know, don't. Now, the thing is, I know when I, I mean, I'm very well because science says whenever you get angry or sad or mad, your learning part of your brain shuts down. Science right. says mm-hmm. that it's a fact. Okay. So I'm aware of that. And I know I act very irrational at times when I'm angry and all of that, but then like, I quickly realize it, and I'll try to shut up and get away. And then when I get calmed down and stuff, I'm able to realize it and admit where my wrong was and, and where those things are. Because if you can calm yourself down before you have reactions and for, before you react, then you can react in a way that it's probably going to get this kid the sweetheart deal of a contract lifetime for Krispy Kreme. Because if he were to win out there bashing them, like, 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 like let me ask you something. If you ever got an art, you know, if we when we're in an argument and and when we get done and all I do is I go back to um, bashing you more and not wanting to admit my faults. Like, what does that make you want to say I'm sorry? No, no. What wants me? I want when you say sorry, I want to say sorry. <laughs> but that's yeah, exactly. That, that that's, breaks that's, down the walls. Yes, yeah. <laughs> that, that's fighting fire with water versus fire with fire. Is you that know? what you did the other day? 
Well, I mean, because I calmed down enough to know that I was an idiot. Yeah. You know, and I needed to, sure to say that. I mean, it's it's clear, but it's I can admit that, you know? Yeah. But a lot of people won't do that. They will stick with their horses so bad, and they'll keep pushing it and, and trying to, you know, squeeze somebody into a corner that doesn't fit them. And uh-huh. then it doesn't work, and they wonder why. Where this kid just said, look, I, you know, he could have bashed him. But because he didn't, definitely, it worked the out public for him. certainly was bashing yeah. Krispy Kreme. Yeah, and I think probably, and I don't know if he did this beforehand or just had a had the uh, wherewithal to do it at the time. But he made an honest assessment of the situation, right? Yeah. And he may have done this going in. It's like saying, "Look, I'm taking." It's not going to last that long, right? I'm yeah. taking I'm taking product from a company. I'm selling it at a profit, or I'm selling it at a markup. Mm-hmm. It may not be much of a profit at the end of the day, but I'm still making a little money off of this thing. Um, this is not something that companies allow you to do, and rightfully so. I mean, they they have to protect themselves too. So um, he probably knew at some point somebody's going to tell me to stop doing this. But until that happens, I'm going to do it. Yep. And um, and then when it happened, he said, "Okay, you know, it's almost like he expected it." Yeah. And um, you know, when Krispy Kreme actually got the got the chance to take back and take an honest look at the thing, they're like, "Look, this guy's out here hustling for us." He, I mean, he's doing free market research for us, right. basically. Yeah. Yeah. Like he's he, all of this stuff. There's more positives here than negatives. They were able to make that assessment and make a, a judgment call as well. I think that if we just take that into into our minds of understanding, no matter. Sometimes we'll go, well, they don't deserve that because I wasn't in the wrong. I wasn't in any of that. But mm-hmm. if you want to win, at the end of the day, it is fighting fire with water not with fire so if you want to keep butting your head you know it's like with brighton is now getting to that point where she wants to wear what she wants to wear and so like with me i'll let her walk out with whatever i don't really care jenny wants her to put on her stuff right? i know uh-uh uh-uh don't make me be that mom <laughs> i'm not i'm just I saying let her wear a princess dress for 17 days now I, no but i'm just saying you care more <laughs> the about same it one. You, you care more about it than i do well yeah i mean i i don't want to wear stuff that's not laundered but it's like so we could keep fighting that fight or we can like get up and be like hey uh here's three options what do you want knowing that if she gets to pick it then she's going to be much better and we ain't got to deal with the fight and you some people go well you just make your kids do what you do. You're the parents. Yep. Or you got to deal with the fight. Or you just pick out three and let her pick what she wants, and then you don't have a fight, and it's not a big deal. Sure. Right? That came from that Love and Logic program. Yeah. Love, that's what I'm saying. Love yeah. and Logic parents. That, that, that's what I think can be so huge about all that is that there's times that you'll go, well, I'm the parent or I'm the whatever, but you still got to deal with the fight. So mm-hmm. why don't you want to not deal with the fight by giving the options on how it is? And I think that if you – you really need to understand your emotional intelligence more and understand with emotions high um, and, and running at a really high level, you're not going to be thinking clearly. And if you react and fight fire with water, you're going to have a much better outcome than fire with fire. We'll be back in the middle of the third segment of Second Shot. Now that's what I call ignorance on fire. More of Heath and Jenny still to come. Okay, we wanted to take a quick minute to tell you guys about a company called Energy Ogre. So Heath and I have been using this company for years to save money on our electricity. Uh, We've told you guys about it for for months and months and months too. So basically what they do is they shop around your electricity and then they find the lowest option and then they manage it. So you know how if you notice your rates are going up, you might call around, but, but who really does that? So they do that for you. The deal is that it costs $10 a month. And if they can't save you anything, then they you get the $10 back. So for us, what we noticed is it cut our bill at least in half. So we're talking, we were upwards of 200, maybe a little more than $200 a month. Now we're down to 100. Yes, 
even in the blazing summers here in the Dallas area of Texas. So it's energyogre.com. So here's ogre. It's O-G-R-E. So E-N-E-R-G-Y-O-G-R-E.com. And they actually give us a deal for Second Shot listeners. So if you would like to use it, the discount code is Second Shot. So you can try it for free and see how it works. Again, it's really not a risk because if you get on there and they can't save you any money, then they don't charge you anything and you'll get to try it out for free with the code Second Shot. Kick off your boots or suit up. The choice is yours. Welcome back to Second Shot on RNCN. Down, 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 down. Okay. Shaming, shaming, shaming. Leave us a rating and review. We've had a lot of new ones lately, which has been really, really cool. And I want to read some of them. Um, so do you want to read the first one? Uh, oh, I didn't know we were doing them, so I didn't oh. pulled up. I can um, read it. But sure, uh, I can. It's it. from Marcia. It says, if you want some instant daily motivation, then this podcast is for you. Not only do you get to laugh, they really get you to think. I love how they give different points of view and really open your mind. Thank you so much for that, Marcia. Aw, thanks, Marcia. I think that's from Marcia Prince, by the way, who is a friend of mine. She put her full name on it, so I feel like I can say this. Um, if you are interested in a plant-based lifestyle, she is the go-to gal oh yeah she is she was on the podcast a long time ago austin she was on the podcast i wish i knew which episode yeah, i can't remember which episode dang it and she'd be a good one to have back she's awesome oh, right. she yeah. she very yeah i was like on that week hold on no that was a while here. back this it was, was a like long time ago 40s oh. 50s episode somewhere around there so well sweet of her to write in yeah thanks Marcia. what yeah. took so long uh, yeah exactly <laughs> did, did you not hear us keep saying yeah yeah were you here now the next one's from friday it says love the chemistry Actually, from Les Howe, which is, I think this is Leslie Howe, like one of my friends I grew up with forever. Yeah. Oh. Um, um, she said, I've recently binge list to the entire podcast from Heath and Jenny and back to Chad. I enjoy the topics you guys share and put into your own perspective. So many I can relate to and take back to my job and home life. Keep up the good work. I thoroughly enjoy the chemistry you all shared, share together on the episodes. I look forward to the new ones each week. Thanks, Leslie. Man, love the love yeah. this week. Yeah. Golly. Thank you so much. The shaming's working with our family and yes. friends and loved ones. <laughs> and true. Loved We're it. running out of friends, though. We need people. We need other people to <laughs> yeah, leave reviews, true. too. That's true. The actual listeners that yeah. are listening from all over the place. <laughs> Rally the banners. <laughs> hey, I just got a big announcement that I'm able to oh. share. Yeah, I don't even know about this. What Are is you this? ready for this, Heath? Is it time? Drop it like it's hot. <laughs> I was hoping for a drum roll, but a drop it like it's hot. No, drop it like it's hot. Would work. good. Okay, so this is something that has been in the works for a while, and I just got into my email, hot off the presses, um, the announcement that I'm able to speak about it. So I am going to be hosting the Dallas Holiday Parade. Whoa, on December seventh. Awesome. Whoa! Yes. So this will be, and I know a lot of you are not in Dallas, but it's going to be streamed if you care to see what's going on in Dallas for the Dallas Holiday Parade. It's going to be on December seventh in downtown Dallas, and I'll be co-hosting it with Ron Corning, who has oh, been a guest be on this podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got so it's going to be aired on TV on Channel Thirty Three, which I actually worked for for a time um, up until about a year ago on Morning Dose. So it's under new ownership, and they reached out and asked if I would come in for the parade. So I'm really excited. I have yet to host a big live event like this in Dallas. I've done a lot of them in my other markets that I've lived in, but I've never gotten to do a That's big awesome. live event. Um, so I'm excited about this. Are you going to pull like some um, Anderson Cooper?
Cooper and what's the crazy lady's name that was on there? Oh, with like him? get Kathy toasted Griffin. on the air. Oh, yeah. Kathy Griffin Probably was your favorite not. fan, wasn't she? Oh my gosh, she blasted you online. It was Kathy so funny. Kathy Griffin and I got in the biggest Twitter war. Whoa. Oh yeah, this was crazy. Whoa. This was when I worked at Morning Dose. Yeah, um, like big time. Like Kathy started. Oh, like she was so mean. Kathy Griffin. She was so. She's you guys, a horrible she was, person. She's horrible. And, and I didn't say this in the tweet. But now I can say this because of what she said and, and did. So I sent out a tweet and said, um, I, I don't know if this is an exact quote because the tweet was but like they had two just years interviewed ago. Her. We had interviewed her for Morning Dose. Um, Shane Allen, one of the reporters, had interviewed her. And so, and I was hosting was the show that Dallas. day. And I said, Kathy Griffin is coming to Dallas. Will you go? Question mark. That and was it. That was it. So then she replies and says, like, who do you think you are questioning whether people would come to my show? You're just digging for stuff, blah, blah, blah. Her fans came out, no joke, with oh the God. meanest oh, stuff. She sta- but she attacking. started with you. She was blasting. Oh, she, yeah. was, oh, she was much yes. more nastier and than what she was she talking about, you know, who, who are you anyway? Made fun You're of a loser my, type my stuff. My job wow. made fun of my, um, like, everything. just everything. And then her fans started coming out of the woodwork. And I'm like, I only asked. I had not accused her of being a mean person in the tweet. I now do because she was, in fact, very mean. Um, they just got done interviewing her, and all Jenny said was, "Will, will, will you, you go? go?" Yeah, it was a question, and it's also a, it was also a very fair question considering her past yeah. and what had just happened in the news. You guys sure. remember that? She ought to know she's a controversial they, figure. They right? talked about I mean, that yeah. in the interview. They just got done interviewing her. In yeah. it was absurd. She was so ignorant she didn't realize that Jenny was a, the host on the show that just interviewed her. Wow, it, it was it was really. Terrible. What a goon. Um, yeah. Yeah. What, so anyway, what a creep. no, I'm not going to pull a Kathy Griffin in any <laughs> facet of my life. Um, but I will be doing the parade, which I'm really excited about. So uh, how do we how do we yeah. work this into a second shot float in the parade somehow? Like, can we get we can totally we march? Can we have float. Heath explode can out we, the back of a yeah a cake? <laughs> oh, we can make a float. float or some kind of can we do a float. second shot float and just oh. have it just bumbling down the road in Dallas, yeah. and then I'll <laughs> I'll see you guys. You guys can throw out candy. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. No, that's I'll do that. perfect. Let's do it. What's the weather going to be like? It's going to be cold. It's going to be really cold. For anybody who wants to go, yeah, how do we? find out more about this parade so the parade is december 7th downtown dallas from 10 to noon i mean it's going to be packed like four hundred fifty thousand people go to this parade or an easier version of this is you can watch it on channel 33 and then see her right yes or from, online from at the, cw33 from the comfort of your air-conditioned warm yes. home yeah um, or heater right now come out and support need yeah shoot that'll be a good time yeah it'll be fun what's yeah. the question of the week so our question of the week this week is what age do you wish you could be permanently? Mm. What's that age you would want to go mm. back to or go forward to that you think would be ideal to be at for the rest of your life? Mine is simple. Well, and okay, so should we clarify whether it's um, physically meant? It's just your whole life. Well, it's whatever it's you every, want, how, okay. why you want it. That right, way. There's, yeah. some, there's some limitations here. Are you reverting to a previous age? Like, if I want to say younger than I am now, would I go back to that? Would I retain what I know now? Or do you just age up to somewhere and stop? Right. Well, you can just pick if, it. I okay, 20, if I was 24 years old mm-hmm. saying this, I would probably say I want to be 30. Because <laughs> okay. I would be sick and tired of being told that I was young. Yeah. Okay. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, if, well, so now it depends that on you're 30, how old are you? 28. That'd be my magic number. You'd pick 28. 28 was when... I really got much before you met me, so that is very rude. Well, mm, no, it is because I go back to that and I go, 
because of that is how I was able to meet you and get you because my that's I got much more mature at 28. Uh-huh. Like 28 was my turning point of maturity level. You also you're past 25, so your car insurance is lower. You know that's like a <laughs> very I practical. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I think like at 25 is your last cool like hurrah because like that's when the last big thing happens. Right at 18, you're able to you know be 18 and go a lot of places and do a lot of more things. At 21. You know, you can buy alcohol. You can go gambling if you want to. That's like that other one of like kind of entry to a lot of things. Sure. Mm-hmm. 25 is kind of that last one. That's where your insurance drops. I mean, that's a big deal. Nobody thinks about insurance. Well, you, well, you, you, do, when you, you do when you're 23, 24, guys. paying $300 a month. You, I'm going to tell you that right now. Guys think about that all the time. I went Matt from $300 there. a month to um, $110 a month the day I turned 25. Wow. Yeah. Um, but girls are better drivers, so we don't have that big of an impact. Nah, I don't understand that data at all. But yeah, 28 is mine, and that's why. Interesting. What about uh, you? Zach? I would probably go, because I haven't hit 28 yet. I'm 27. Mm-hmm. So I might feel differently, all right? I think, I think I've got the problem Heath's got. When he was younger, he would have said a different answer, because we all change. Mm-hmm. Right now, I'd probably say something like 25. Just a couple, couple years off from where I'm at now, um, um, but still... I don't know. I'm not. I'm not feeling my age. I guess I yeah. feel so old at 27. Let me tell you, ancient. <laughs> I can't keep up with you the youth. You are an old but soul, yeah. though. Thank you. I try. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I. I felt like 25 was not too far from where I'm at now, but still gives me a little bit of time. That, that extra 600 days. Let me tell you, between 25 and 27, <laughs> really yeah. makes a difference. Yes. Yeah. What about you, Matt? Um, I feel like for me, I mean, the, the first answer that comes to my head is probably like 31, 32, something like that, because I feel like when I think about myself, I still feel like I'm that age. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like I've aged in the last <laughs> last five years, you know, <laughs> um, significantly. Yeah. Right. To where to where I feel, gosh, I feel 37 or whatever. I, I feel like um, that that to me is just how I feel right now. Is I'm, I'm in my early 30s. And um, it's not really anything about life circumstance, although, you know, I was working in radio, I was feeling comfortable, things like that. I think um, I think it was just, I don't know, that's just, just kind of how I picture myself right now. Interesting. Well, I've always felt perpetually 27. In fact, I often, yeah. and I'm not, I'm definitely not 27. And uh, that's always sort of, that's what I feel like. That's just what I feel. Yeah. However, after having a child, I now feel 57. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I think for my permanent age, I like 30. I, I, I almost, I mean, I like, I like now. I mean, I don't know. I like evolving, but if I had to pick one age professionally, I would pick 30 because, uh, experience discrimination and age discrimination is definitely a thing. Mm. And, um, just being too youthful is something that people look down upon. It's just, I just think it's, it'd be easier. It's just easier to just be 30 forever. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Forever and ever and that's ever. A, but an, 27, I would still feel 27, but I would be right. 30 so that I would be credible there and experienced having in that, the world. Right. Having that too in there, like, I mean, I, I do think people question that. You still feel they like do. a young person to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. I think, you know what's but, funny? The reason I picked 20 is because I loved having the two in front of it. I yeah, loved yeah. being the young you person. you love to be the, the different one. I did. I love being the underdog of it all. Like, it's always like, oh, wait, you're young. But like at 28, I was kind of like over the, I was in, right. you know, really close to the 30, but still the two. Like, I was very sad when I lost the two. It's more impressive when you exceed expectations and be yeah, the youngest sure, guy right. in the room. Yeah, yeah. True, that true, is like true. really something. Like, oh man, yeah. who's this wonder kid from Tyler, Texas? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I, I, it gives me a lot of hope that you guys all said answers that's older than my age. That's, a, that's really encouraging, Life actually. Literally, I figured you guys are going to be like 16. Better. Oh my God, it all gets worse. Like, no, it's not no, so I bad. Never, yeah. I would never want to go back to no. that. No, no. I mean, you may pass. look worse. 
but I feel more. Uh, I just feel like more self assured. I get better with age. Well, that's age. what's annoying about I guys do, in general. I, I don't <laughs> like you guys. I for do that wonder. If, I, I do wonder if the smart answer here is like just eighteen always. No responsibilities or very few responsibilities. You can no, live no, out of your I parents' like house. Too much stuff. You can drink and vote, right? Like, what's wrong with that? Wait, when can when you can drink, you drink at Smoke and vote. I'm sorry, oh, you can't drink also, at eighteen. I gambling. When can you gamble? Well, some places yeah. eighteen, some places twenty-one. Okay. Depends. On, depends on where you go. Which, uh, which so, shot are you okay, frequenting? Which age would you like to be paused at forever? Where can they find you at? JennyAnchondo.com on Instagram at JennyAnchondo. Also, Second Shots Instagram. Tons of stuff is happening there. And we'll see you at the Dallas Holiday Parade December 7th. At Apple Zagintosh on Twitter and Instagram. Facebook.com slash groups slash Second Shot is a lot of fun, but it's only part of what we're doing. We're on iTunes. We're on Android. Come check out the whole show. Uh, you can find me Matt Stoker one on Instagram. Uh, I'm tagged in all sorts of second shot posts. I appreciate that, <laughs> and uh, also on the Facebook group where you'll see uh, videos of the podcast and uh, other things. At Heath Oaks at Ignorance on Fire Instagram, Facebook, all of those great places. Second Shotcast at Gmail dot com. Leave a rating or review. I love y'all. See you next time. Bye.